What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of After the Bell and the Full Heel Podcast Swapcast. What's up to everybody live on YouTube? Yeah, suck it! You can't see my hands, but suck it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we start the show. Everybody suck it. Everybody suck it. Everybody suck it. Uh, I was giving everyone a deep scratch job. You got to. Jeff Shanahan, Rafael Chaidez, and joining us this evening, Mr. Ryan, the fight killer Dempsey. Hola. <laughs> that nickname's <laughs> never going to die, bro. Hola. Wasn't that my line? Are yeah, wait, 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 what? No, you, I, thought you did, I, I thought you did hey, yo. I'm going wee wee now. Right. How about that one? <laughs> All right, go for it. We just, where I come from, it's just one, it's just wee, but okay, I mean, if you I'd be like, hola, hola. Hey, man. Do it. Do it. Sometimes you got to double down on the on the fucking yes, okay? It's like Daniel Bryan. Sometimes you got to. Yep, there you go. <laughs> What's Daniel Bryan's chant in French? We. 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 <laughs> yeah, for, a while, for, for a while there, it was actually no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wasn't around for the no era. I wasn't even really around for the yes era. Me and Jeff were actually arguing the other day about... How American you were, because how relative you are to the border, so you're kind of American. Yeah, I think I, I have a lot, definitely a lot of American influence, just because of like a lot of the TV that I would have seen growing up. A lot of the stations were Detroit based and that kind of stuff, but mm. I still think I have like a lot of just natural Canadian influence, but for just like society's input. But I, I think it's good... I think it's fucked up how close. You live to Michigan, and yet you root for every fucking team not from Michigan. I don't know if you caught Thursday's episode, but I uh, I brought that up. I haven't listened to it yet. I think I, it's I, fucked I, up. You like the the Red Wings, man. The Packers. It's a transition, bro. You can't be fucking. You've been one of the best teams in hockey for twenty five fucking years. Eventually, you're gonna have some down years. Yeah, I'm still a Wings fan. Well. You root for the fucking Packers, so eat a dick. Yeah, yeah, I so, agree with that one. Sorry, Ryan. And the Boston. Yeah, I started cheering for. I started cheering for them though uh, when they lost the Super Bowl. So I cheer for them after doesn't, losing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't true, matter when you cheer for them. True fandom. Cheering for a shit team in losses doesn't make it any better. Fuck those cheeseheads. Eh. Fuck them. <laughs> How's your show today, Jeff? You went to go check out your friends? Yeah, I went to I went to go see some really good friends of mine uh, playing in town from Grand Rapids, who I don't really get to see, but some guys that I I was really tight with for a long time and <clears throat> during their former band years. So it was cool to see the 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 two of the guys are their brothers um, play drum and bass together. They've been playing together since they were fifteen. So it was really cool to see them back on stage together again. Hadn't seen it in a while, so. It's fun. Had a good time. Had a couple beers. Watched watched fights on my phone in the brewery. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I gotta. I, I definitely need to to sit back, sit down, watch these fights on my TV uh, tomorrow or whatever before we we do the podcast on Tuesday and really give <clears throat> my solid breakdown and reactions to things because. Trying to watch it distracted. No, I mean, I know you watch it with no sound, but at least you're watching it on a screen that you're paying attention to, not 
having a conversation going on left to me. I was trying to watch the Gagey Poirier fight. My friend's boyfriend wanted to talk to me about what was going on in the fight while I'm trying to fucking watch it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. At what point do you just say, just look? Well, that's what that's what's going on in the fight. He was at least an informed person. Like he follows MMA oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Like I found out he, he's friends with Cody, uh, Cody Stamen stuff like that so we were we were kind of talking about that but like i was trying to watch i was trying to watch Poirier and gaichi on an iphone 7 plus so it is what it is how the how the fucking podcast the fight cast go with uh with frankie was, was it frankie? just me and frankie yeah, we yeah. did the last uh we did the last three it's your first one in a couple of weeks right dude it's been it's been at least a month the last one we did might have been steven's Evans, yeah, maybe one after that. You didn't do the last two pay per views, did you? No, it's been it's been at least a month, dude. These guys have just and there there was like a week or two where there wasn't pay per views, but yeah, two weeks. Yeah, these guys. It's actually it it kind of blew up yesterday. Like uh, these guys came over and I I told them off. I'm like, you know what? Because they're like, oh well, you didn't invite me anymore. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, fuck you. Like, what the hell is that shit about? Like, I didn't want to be a dick about it, but, you know. But at the same time, fuck you. Yeah, I love my dudes, but don't call me out for being a dick when I'm not being a dick, pretty much. Like, I, 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 of course, I held resentment because, you know, I couldn't do my podcast and shit. But it's resentment that I would have eaten and eventually gotten rid of myself. But I'm, when I'm, when I have resentment and you call me out for not hitting you up, I'm going to explode on your ass. I'm going to tell you off. I'm the same way, like, man. Well, it's like you, it's like you said the other night there when, uh, you know, you gave him the place. Yeah. To show up. Like, and then, yeah, and then you were saying, like, how all that kind of, all that stuff just came up, and it's, it sucks, man. Yeah, and it, it's in no means don't hit me up and don't be afraid to hit me up. It's just, like, don't fucking call, don't try to call me out for something I didn't do. Like, I'm yeah. trying to be a cool guy, and don't, I'm not a dick. I'm not a dick, so don't try to make me out to be a dick. I don't think you're a dick, Raphael. Even when you yelled at me last week, I didn't think you were a dick. Thanks, Jeff. No problem, brother. I got nothing but love for you. You know that. Mm-hmm. My, love me too, bro. It was, my it was really fun to hear a Mexican Ryan there getting to it with Jeff. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm used to I'm used to fighting with people because this fucking <laughs> cocksucker has been fighting with me since the minute he got on the show. <laughs> at least, at least your fights generally contain valid arguments. Not he lost. He's a bum. He's a loser. <laughs> this one was a polarizing subject because you could go either way <laughs> on it with Connor, and, and it sucks because I like the fighter, but what he's doing is stupid, and I get it—the money aspect, whatever. No, this. I was gonna say it's Eric Bischoff always said, right? Controversy creates cash. That's yeah. right. Now we had a we had a, a spat one time on uh, after the first Marlon Marais show or fight, and uh, not me and Ryan, but. Ryan and I and and the other former member of the show whose stance on the entire thing was just, he's a bum, he's a loser, he's never going to do anything now because he lost his first fight. Yeah, yeah, what was it? uh, Name name one UFC fighter who lost his first fight and was successful. And Ryan did. With all like two seconds, I just had to say Brock Lesnar. Yep. (laughs) And still fighting with him about it so yeah that was yeah. just that was just a little throwback joke for for ryan even though he's generally oh, the combative one i'm 
I don't know. What do you guys want? You guys want? You want, you want, you want to jump into it? Yeah. I, I didn't do anything. I just went to work and watched the fight. So might as well, right? Yeah. I don't know. Did you get some pizza last night or anything? Uh, what did I do last night? I played far. No, I got I got to sleep early because I needed to go to work. What yeah, I, you I worked know, this got... morning. That's right. Yeah, got to get that OT in. I did not. Yeah. I played Lucky. Far Cry. I'm I'm fucking <coughs> kicking ass through Far Cry. Nice. <coughs> I'm almost. <coughs> I'm like three quarters of the way through my second region. One more region to go. And then I get to fight the fucking take down the father. So I'm doing big things, man. Doing big things. Fighting for yeah, hope. bro. Fighting for hope, County. I'm, I want to get some food and hopefully get some video gaming. And I haven't been able to play video games. It's been a busy week with the WrestleMania and then fucking the Raw after WrestleMania and then the SmackDown after WrestleMania. NXT was kind of a whatever because they kind of just used the matches that they did in air on the network as their recap show with the recap show. So they're new matches that no one's seen, but they, unless you were there live. Okay. Yeah. So it was a busy week, busy week. So I, I need some time to play some video games. Yeah. I got your, I got the, uh, uh, rock WrestleMania show queued up there for, uh, after this. Mm, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm hoping so, anyway. <laughs> Ryan, you're enjoying some fucking quiet time. <clears throat> I, don't, I wouldn't say it's enjoying, man. Like, I was saying around before, like, it's it's nice to not have a lot of chaos, but I love that chaos. You know, I want my little, my little monkeys running around, and, yeah, like, we, uh, you know, we video chatted there earlier today, but it's not the same. You know, I just want to get my snuggles in, you know. Did you take the dog, too? No, I'm actually expecting the dog to make a, an appearance at some point because he's uh, he's in the bedroom, but he's been pacing back and forth, just like following me because he has uh, high anxiety. Right. So when I was at work all day yesterday and all day today, and when I got gone. home, he was just like he's just chasing me around the place. The second I go home from work, and everywhere I go, he follows me. So I'm uh, right now he's asleep in the bedroom, but I'm expecting him to come out at some point. And Good. I haven't seen Kobe in a while. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit of a porker now. We may or may not have been overfeeding him over the winter months when he doesn't get his long walks. So. Well, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's wintertime. You know, when it gets into the summertime and he, we can walk him for like, you know, 45 minutes and he'll slim down again. But Yep, exactly. Someday, someday when winter goes the fuck away. Yeah. We're hoping for July. Maybe next year, hopefully. We're hoping next year. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just skipping. Yeah, this year winter came and didn't leave, so we're hoping. Maybe next year we'll get spring. Maybe next year spring. Maybe next year we'll see you. Uh, yeah, it's this fucking part of the goddamn country is just out of its fucking mind, and I hate it. My cousin's leaving in the morning to go to California for work this week, and uh, I hate him right now. I hope it snows there. Me too. I hope this shit clears up before I got to drive to Chicago, yo. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's raining over here. It's cold rain. I, well, I haven't been outside today. Oh, it's been since it's been raining. It's been freezing here, so I can imagine south, at least going south in Michigan along the lake shore, it's probably fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you're right on that. 
Yeah, my right windshield on. wipers weren't even fucking working because it was frozen. Dude, it was it was a fucky ass drive home tonight. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excited for to see like that. I was telling you guys earlier that like, we had ice rain <clears throat> for the better part of the day, and it's supposed to get even worse tomorrow. And they're already predicting like massive power outages and stuff like that. So, yay! <laughs> I think all I have in my fridge right now is like a jar of pickles and some beer. So. It's gonna be a party here tomorrow. Sounds yeah. like it. I'm into it. <laughs> is it. Is it at least the spicy pickles? The badass pickles or just regular pickles? Hey man, regular uh, pickles but... are badass. Yeah, but so, uh, I go extra garlic. Yeah. Okay. A little man. bite, but not the yeah, the good bite though. I like Clausens. They're really good. Nice garlicky yeah. fucking gherkins. Mm-hmm. But you can't go wrong with any dill pickle. But don't you dare hand me a bread and butter, or I'll throw it at you. Oh, I had a, a sandwich once, and someone put like um, the sweet yum yum pickle on it. Sweet thing. pickles and bread and butter can get the fuck <laughs> out of here. It's like, <laughs> it's like get, no, yeah, I agree fully. These like sweet yum yums and and uh, Miracle Whip. Don't put that anywhere near me. Just like oh, gone. I hate Miracle Whip. That shit's gross too. <laughs> Hey Ryan, I hate to exclude you, but Jeff, are we at war? Um, I, I, it sounds like it. Well, yeah, right. Oh, so, oh, no, I'm included too because uh, Canada was informed before it happened, and Trudeau agreed to it. Hey, you can't be cool like us, all right? We're the ones that go to war. Oh no, we're the younger brother. To, or, or actually, no, we're the guy in the background says, "Yeah, do it, do it, do it." Well, I saw, America, I saw America like Junior. a, I saw like a list of countries <laughs> yeah. that supported us bombing Syria, and then like a list of countries that weren't real cool about it, and it was like Syria, Russia, China. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. All you're missing is North Korea, right? And they, they, they ain't that far. They're ready to fucking bomb us. They hate us anyway. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm too old to be drafted and my brother's in the reserves. But, you know, that still sucks. I'm glad I'm too old to be drafted, too. Because <clears throat> I ain't trying to die for Trump's bullshit. And isn't he getting impeached or something? Like, something crazy's going on? Everyone well, around him's fallen. I have no idea what's going on, to be honest. I don't, like, I see some news headlines... And I get little chunks of shit, but like I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm yeah, bad I about too it. Too much MMA to keep up with that. Exactly. Like I got other shit that I'm paying more attention to. And yeah, should I focus my attention on it? Maybe. But all it's gonna do is make me more mad. And I'm already an angry person. I don't know if y'all know that about me, but I'm already a fucking angry person. <laughs> oh no, I saw, you, I saw your post. Yeah, pretty angry. Well, that's not even that's that that's not even like straight up anger. That's just fuck you. Don't try to shit on my town and then try to profit off of the town that you're shitting on and the people that live in that town. Ooh, tell them, get them. Bro, I take, <laughs> I take a lot of, I take a lot of pride in my fucking town and my city and like the strides that people in my age group and my, and people that I know and friends of mine that have, that have had heavy involvement in trying to, revitalize and like bring this town back from the the shit that it went through during the fucking bush administration when 
Muskegon got hit hard, dude. We lost. I mean, I know it happened around the country and especially all across Michigan, but we lost a lot of industry and fucking jobs and shit up here. Like big factories that had employed a fuckload of people for a lot of years gone during the Bush administration. So it fucked our economy even harder. So like over the last, you know, eight to whatever, 10 years, it's since, since that shit happened, it's been a really hard rebuild. So when people just try to group everything in to, it's just a Muskegon problem. That shit drives me nuts. And it was, it was somebody trying to, and I and I understand how it's so much more personable when it's such a small town. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I I hear it all the time. It's like, oh, Chicago, the fuck, everyone. What, what are you scared of living there? Well, you're from the South Side, isn't it dangerous? It's like, well, anywhere's dangerous. All right, it's just, it's a matter if you're gonna go into a fucking part of the city super loud, doing certain things, then yeah, you're gonna get fucking fuck with. You just have to know not to be a stupid idiot. <coughs> I mean, for. <coughs> <coughs> for a small town <coughs> and shit like for a while or you know we had we had a pretty bad time where there were a lot of fucking murders and retaliations off of murder like shit that goes on big shit that goes on in like chicago every day mm-hmm. but it's bigger <clears throat> impact because it's a smaller community yeah we just don't hear as much of it right there's so much going on here and that's just it you know, we have to look for it where it's given to you guys as your news. Exactly. Because you guys are you guys are a small town. And it and, and it sucks because that's what people focus on, negativity. Exactly. They don't focus on the good shit. It's no. like, oh, that's negative, fuck them. It's like what the hell? It's like I know well, I, I was gonna say even like with uh, just like America in general when they talk about uh, the mass shootings and just gun deaths in general and how America's all crazy and then, you know, living in Canada how we don't have any of those kind of problems. And then I pick up the Toronto paper every single day, and it's like three shootings at a bar, four stabbings, and this and that. I'm like, like how, like how can you say that Canada is this great place to live, and America is full of all this violence when the newspapers like first like eight pages is nothing but gun violence and stabbings and gang warfare. Like it's it's whatever the media wants to portray, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and now we live in an information age, right? So instead of you know something happening like a shooting happening and you're not finding out for a day or two until the story makes the paper now it's on social media immediately if not right. reported yeah. if not reported from an actual news source reported from fucking somebody on Facebook or somebody that know you know what I mean so it's just like well, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the the, that YouTube shooter, that girl. Yeah. She like she injured two or three people, and but killed herself. That's getting like just like blown up everywhere, at least North America. I don't know about worldwide, but at least North America. But I can guarantee that not a lot of people know about Bruce MacArthur over in Toronto, who's basically become the Canadian Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeez. And. Yeah, and yeah, no one knows about it. Right. But it's in the paper every single day. It's like, how can, why is that not being taught? Why is, you're skipping that story where you're talking about, yeah, shooting sucks. People were affected. The three people that were shot, though, they did survive. Right. This guy, they're 
This guy already has seven murders against him, and they think he could have been doing it back to the 80s, burying bodies in northern Ontario where it's just pure wildlife and bodies will not be found. We got to. They're saying they, 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 they could be up to like, like 30 deaths that they're, that they're projecting, but don't. But it doesn't get talked about anywhere. Right. It's it's just it's whatever like, they want to tell you. Whatever, exactly. Whatever's going to grab the headlines and get attention. And, and like, today was capped off of coming off of a, a, a tragedy that happened in in the town in the you know in a in an area that I hang out with frequently and then I find out later that the the person involved is somebody that I knew that I grew up with and went to school with and yeah we haven't been close over the years um you know see each other maybe here and there but it still affects you in a way so right. all that on top of of somebody just like trying to shit on my town and it's just like all right man fuck you and it came because he messaged me first after I, I confronted him on somebody else's post about it. And I wasn't even really confrontational there. I was just like, don't don't try to lump it in as just a Muskegon problem. Shit happens everywhere. And the dude tried to like message me, but he just he was being a condescending asshole. So don't don't try to condescend to me because I'm already an angry person. And that's but then those are the kind of people that. For some reason, they, they they do the same thing time and time again, and people just ignore it. It seems like, like you were saying, like he has no problem uh, shitting on Muskegon, but he'll run his business out of there and take the people's money, no problem. Right. But it's like, it's like, how long can like until people are eventually start realizing that, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> your business is going to either die to the point where you have to go elsewhere, or you just have to backtrack and say, okay, well, it's a, it is a good place. So you like. It, you're, it, what's the point? You're not going to make friends. You're just going to make enemies or just cause rifts between you and other people. Well, and I gave the guy opportunities to, like, just admit you fucked up, apologize, call it a day. Yeah. Like, I don't just attack someone to attack them. Like, there's levels to this shit. I'm a calculating motherfucker. Because not That's only... Not- not only am I Irish, but I'm a Scorpio. So yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, having Tony Ferguson. I mean, Christ, like I didn't even say a damn word in Tony Ferguson. I boom. You attacked yeah. me last week. Jeez. Like, who attacked who? <laughs> you attacked me last week. You attacked me because I played devil's advocate and you didn't like it. You were mad because I played devil's advocate, not even of my own opinion, just giving you an opposite way to look at shit. And you got <laughs> mad at me about it. And I'm, uh, that's okay. Cause I do it to him too. It's happened. I, I know, I know, I, I know that I'm irritating people when I do it, but it, it's a fucking forcive of hanging out with my drummer. So goddamn much because he is constantly the devil's advocate and everything. Every situation, Mike will present you with the devil's advocate. So to communicate with him, I have to start doing it. And it got projected onto you, and I'm sorry. It probably won't be the last time. I I, I can tell you it won't (laughs) be the last time. (laughs) No, Ryan said it was good for listening, so we'll just have to get through it, smoke a bowl afterwards. But that's it. Like, like, he enjoyed it because it, it wasn't him. 
No, I enjoyed it because like it's it's like with me and you like when when it's just constantly like, agree, 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 agree. It's like okay, like what's the point? Like you got to have like some little bit of animosity between it, right? It kind of like gives the show depth. It like makes it worth listening to. Like if me and you were constantly agreeing with each other, we are the show would have been like, like ten minutes long and no one would listen to it. True. Instead, it was an hour and a half long and no one listened to it. He pushes my. He knows how to push my buttons too, and he does that shit on purpose. And he knows it. Drummer. Look at him. No, <laughs> fucking Dempsey. Oh, Dempsey. I was like me. I'm like I'm typing. No, not you, Dempsey. Sorry, I'm pointing at my screen. Yeah, you're just like pointing at this. I'm pointing at the direction that you show up on my screen. You are to my left. Raphael is right above my head in the configuration of the screen. Okay. So if you see me pointing in that direction, I'm pointing at Dempsey. If I point up, I'm pointing at you. I don't know how I'm showing up to everybody on YouTube. I'm sorry if that's confusing, but I'm high, and this is how it's working. You you could check out YouTube. I could. I could put, but... like, dildos and, like, I don't know, like, crazy shit, like, in your face right now. You don't even know. Don't put fucking dildos on me, bro. That's not maybe, cool. Maybe, maybe you should monitor it to make sure I'm not doing it. Man, what are you trying to do to me? Do you want me super distracted by getting into the fucking... Fifth dimension. Yeah, we watch on YouTube, just like watching YouTube and right. talking. Right. Bad enough we have to watch the phone, the, the fights on the phone. As you watching, watching YouTube and getting yeah. more distracted. Right. Watching, <laughs> watching myself and you on YouTube, like. Oh, dude, it's super distracting. I had to get used to it because I'm on OBS and then on YouTube and then they're delayed. So then, if you're watching the wrong one, you're like, "Why are my lips moving weird? <laughs> like, why the fuck am I talking all stupid?" Yeah. See, I, I see. What, I see what Raph's starting to do now. He's gonna get you to get distracted watching yourself on YouTube, so he can start dropping all the uh, all the information on Conor McGregor, and you can't be a devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm figuring this out. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Chidos. <laughs> what I'm doing, bro. My master plan. <laughs> We're taking over. Oh, wait, that was a BWO. My bad. Yeah, he's gonna be the full Scott Hall. He's slowly getting into the into the average Joe's. He's getting ready to take it over. I see, I see him rocking. Hey, I see him rocking the hey, FHP the podcast shirt too. <laughs> yo, you got an FHP? Hey. You got an FHP shirt for me in two weeks? No, I haven't made one. Ah! I'm gonna be. I didn't get that made. I know. I don't. don't I don't want to be the only dude not rocking an FHP shirt at the fights. <laughs> we'll be like, we don't know who that guy is. Right. <laughs> Who's the fucking random white boy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll at least have two made. I'll at least have, or at least one, just if I have to get an emergency one made. Make sure it's big enough for my fat ass. It's because I've been buying too many figures, bro. I, I told you I'll send you some money. I'll pay nah, for the I got motherfucker. Got shirts anyway. I'll pay. I'll pay for it. No, nah, I don't, don't want to be a cheap bastard either. <laughs> Doesn't make you, bro. <laughs> as somebody who has made a lot of money in merchandise in his musical career, it's not being a cheap ass. Because merchandise is expensive. I've dropped a thousand dollars on merchandise. I am just very fortunate that my merchandise guy is an extremely good friend of mine and would not make me pay all in once. So he let me like 
pay a chunk, get the merch, sell a bunch of it, pay him more money. It was a good, it's a good system we had, but yeah. I, but I brought him a shit ton of business. So, you know, and we're buddies, so it works out. Yeah. Ne- next time you get around to those, uh, uh, Biffy shirts, let me know. I'll hit you up for, for one. What size you need? Uh, XL. I might have some. I might have some. I'll check my, uh, I'll check my stocks. Do they use different sizes in uh, Canada? Uh, you, know, like, you guys use the metric system? Actually, I will say that I, I've learned that there are some differences because of kids' clothes. Because if it's made in the United States and it's for a three-month-old, it will fit a nine-month-old in Canada. Yeah, our babies so, are bigger. That's it. I was you, guys are, you guys are fucking silly. No, crazy. <laughs> our babies, our babies are bigger. Y'all, y'all ain't been getting the special vitamins in the in the uh, macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets that our kids have been getting for the last fifteen, you're, twenty years. Your babies in America may be bigger, but your president's hands are still small. Not my president, bro. <laughs> no, I just uh, I heard he had another one of those. He had, I guess. There's a book coming out, and I guess some guy attacked the size of his hands again, and I guess he went on some Twitter rant and just went off about his hand size. <laughs> well, I mean, as he's bombing Syria, he's defending the size of his hands. Like priorities. I can't help it that people uh, in this country were stupid enough to vote that jackass in. But anyway. Under the fights now? We, uh... Yeah. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into this card. I mean, we can go as deep as we want, really. We, we don't even have to go that deep if we don't want to because we're still going to – Raphael and I got to break it down on Tuesday anyway. But Break I mean, it down. Down, down. I got to get a higher chair or better fucking webcam. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm, get a tripod. Well, point it down. Well, I'm on my iPad, man. I'm working on the camera thing, bro. I'm broke. I'm broke. Oh, yeah. oh I'm, I'm sorry, not broke. Bro. I got sorry. money, but I'm trying not to yeah. spend. I'm being thrifty. I got I got plans. As soon as I get a job and I can spend my tax money, we're getting all new shit here. All new shit here. Well, not all new. I'm not getting a new board yet. All right. Dustin Poirier knocked out Justin Gaethje in the fourth round. Jesus. Another fucking war. Another uh, yeah, war. Yeah, Gaethje brings another war to the octagon and doesn't disappoint. No. I'm, well, I'm, except he does get the loss, but, right. you know. I, I was going to say, like, I got I – mean, I've <clears throat> mentioned this on the average shows before, but like, I was in the – aware of who Gaethje was before uh, the Johnson fight. Jeff actually uh, turned me on to him, so I, I went back to watch some of his fights, and I liked his style, and I thought he was going to be, like, really successful in the UFC. But never. But I, just did, I, just, I just didn't take into consideration, like, the difference in competition. Like, the battles that he had in World Series were going to be so different. Like, Johnson touched him a bit, and we saw Alvarez knock him out, and now Poirier knock Like, I mean, it's... It could be a short run for him if it continues this way. Well, it, yeah. that's the his style is is exactly the same as it was. It's just the level of competition is stepped up. Yep. And he he needs to alter it and 
and implement some defense into there because he's got a lot of good can. aspects in his game. But like his game could use some of it. Like he's really, really attack heavy, but he was giving Dustin the fight by standing in front of him and not moving back. He took away Dustin's mobility and Dustin was having a problem moving, but then he would just stand in front of him and not use any movement to get away out of the pocket and at least get some points instead of just taking shots. And I know that's not a style, but if he wants to make it at this level, he's going to have to incorporate his crazy berserker come forward style with some kind of defense as well. Like he can't just be forward, forward, forward. Because like I said, there was a lot of these times where, he was just standing there, and Poirier was just unloading jabs. Might not have been powerful, yep. but they were scoring points, and then it would lead to him landing more powerful shots. I agree. I've, I've been saying the same thing about him since he came in with Johnson fight, and even a little bit before, is he has zero head movement. The The problem is, is I don't know if Justin can fight any other way. I mean, I'm. I, it's not like... I don't see Trevor Whitman not trying to implement defense and stuff like that. But oh, did I lose you guys? Oh, Raphael's moving. Ryan's still frozen. Yo. Yo. <laughs> That's a little bit. Everybody froze. There you go. I'm good. I got you. I don't think I got Ryan. I think we lost Ryan. Oh no, nope, he's back. He I'm, uh, I'm just, oh, I, don't, you... I don't have Raph anymore, but I'm still here. I got Raph. I yeah, got really the audio for him. That's all. I say I can see Raph, so eventually he'll come back. I got both of you. You guys just froze while I was in the middle of talking. So I yeah, didn't, I, I didn't know what was going on. Well, what, what I was saying was, I mean, I, I can guarantee it's not like Trevor Whitman hasn't tried to implement <laughs> defensive strategy with him. Um, I mean, Trevor, Trevor is a very smart striking coach. He's a very good striking coach. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if Justin can fight any other way. I think this is all he knows is just this give one to take one. And I don't think he's ever, was ever going to be a champion or, you know, and I questioned how that style was going to work against the upper echelon in the UFC and we we we've seen it. He he can battle for so long, but he takes too much damage cuz he's got to give he's got to take one or two if not more to give one or two. But you I know, just it, it reminds me I mean just to kind of be silly, it reminds me of the Simpsons when Homer took up boxing mm-hmm. and World Series was when he was uh fighting the all the hobos. And the UFC is when he was fighting Dredrick Tatum, and they see like Moe's yelling at him, like he's not going to get tired. He's not going to get tired. Like that's kind of what it's like. It's like he's willing to stand and bang with these guys, but these guys are not the kind of guys that he made his name on in the World Series of Fighting. If he picked a spot, it would be so. It would be so much better for him. It absolutely would. Dustin was he was left immobilized. He was fucked up. His, His leg legs was, was fucked. That's why I I'm surprised it didn't get ended by leg kicks. And yeah. and Justin was closing he was closing that I couldn't I can't remember if it was his left or his right eye. Oh yeah. Because like I said, he, I'm, he, I'm watching it on a tiny ass fucking phone screen. So oh, right. yeah. I can't so remember. So I, I I had Dustin Poirier winning the first two 
And then I had uh, Gaethje winning the third, but he had a point taken away, so I had it 9-9. Okay, I didn't know if they took the point away for that eye poke. I never I, – I must have missed when Herb yeah. called it, but and I didn't have the sound, obviously, because there was a fucking band playing. Right. So I knew, I knew that they stopped it towards the end of the third with that eye poke, and – and I thought maybe they were going to call the fight because I saw the doctors. That's in what there. I was afraid. Of. I was afraid of the uh, like the Alvarez Poirier. Yeah, That's, I thought I thought that Poirier was looking at another uh, no contest fight. But I mean, luckily for him, he was able to keep on going and get that win. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was a it was a good fight by by Poirier. I uh, thought Gaethje was coming on strong, though, after the fact. So did I, because he had an opportunity to catch his breath a little bit. Yeah, and, like, after the second, he looked very fresh, and Poirier, they were working on his legs even after the first. I didn't it's, think going in – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I I like I did, I did was questioning whether Poirier was going to get up the way he looked sitting on the stool going into the fourth. It was, I mean, just yeah. slumped, slumped way the fuck back into the cage. Like, yeah, they were icing the shit out of his legs. He just, he looked spent. I, I thought Justin was gonna finish him in the fourth. Yeah. Nope. What eventually caught Keiichi? I, I can't speak on it. I can't remember. Um, fuck! I just saw it, man. Yeah, I want to say it was. Uh... Uh, they hooker were just kind of, an uppercut, I think. I want to say, yeah, they were exchanging early. Uh, like, I think it's because it ended like thirty seconds in the fourth, and so it was like it was really early in the fourth. But I want to say it was like a a right hook caught him, and just kind of like the second it hit him, you could just see that like, he he was just wobbly, trying yeah. to throw, trying to get away, but he just kept on not being able to hold himself up, and then. That's when Poirier went in for the kill. Yeah, Poirier's got some pretty accurate striking, and he knows when to put it on, too, when he's got someone hurt. He's got that nice killer instinct. Well, going back up to 155 was the best thing for him because he was he was dying at 145. Like The cut yeah. was getting to be too much for him. Like Since he's went back up to 155, he's just like, he's been a brand-new fighter. Yeah, he's got some power behind the shots. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that snap. He's not having uh, having such hard weight cuts anymore. Like it's it's a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. And he's able to he's able to show that power that he possesses. Um. Yeah. Like like you were saying, Raphael, and I agree one hundred percent that I I want to see Gagey change his style and fight more defensively and learn to not take shots. And I think if he does that, it's a completely different fight. If he doesn't just stand there and take the damage. Because he was getting a lot. Like, Dustin was just landing more shots. But I thought Gagey's power was, to me, again, watching it on a small screen, trying to pay attention to Uh both and talking to a guy at the same time. It looked like like when Gagey was hitting him with with the shots, like the power was there more for him. Oh, yeah. No, Poirier outstruck him pretty much two to one. He landed one eighty three to ninety nine, and Poirier was kind of just pawing out the jab because he couldn't step into it. But the thing is, Gaethje was just there, and I, and I know it wasn't really effective because even Gaethje after the third came out like, "Hey, come on!" and like he looked very fresh and pretty good. 
But the thing is, he was still losing, in my opinion, because he had lost the first two rounds, and then the third round was a 9-9. So he was still down two rounds, and then coming in, yeah. he would he would have to, in my book, he would have to have won the last two in order to win the fight. Or no, he, a knockout to win the fight, two to tie. Yeah. With or the, get with the really point getting taken like away, for round. sure. Yeah. Um... I, I wish I wish he would do something about it. But... I wish he would too, and I hope. Yeah. I hope maybe this, maybe now you know, he, in his head, he's like the after the Eddie, he's like, all right, that that's just a fluke. But being his uh-huh. first loss, never being knocked out before, oh, you know that that's not that's an exception, not the rule. Now yeah. that it's happened again, hopefully, it will prompt some kind of change in Justin because. Well, and didn't he say after that Alvarez fight or? Maybe was going into it that he was excited to get knocked out, or he's excited to have been knocked out because that way he was going to learn from it. I think, yeah, I think or, he said that in the build-up to this like, fight too. It's like, well, you didn't learn from it, right? You're Clearly, still, you didn't learn from it. So, like, you're you're still willing to eat punches. Like, yeah, you have the power to knock people out, but you can't let yourself get outstruck or eat bad shots. Just to land that one, like pick your pick your spots. But like you said, if you want to be a, like a stand and bang guy, defend yourself on the stand up and pick your shots properly. Learn some fucking head movement. Yeah, like there, right there. <clears throat> Learn to move your fucking head. You're good. You take less shots, dude. Because after watching this fight, Gaethje has everything needed to win this fight. It's just he's not like putting it in the right. Like, he's just not, like, he's missing maybe that defensive thing to make everything fucking fall into place. I, and I know he's training it, but I, it seems like he just falls into this kind of mentality. Like, I'm just going to go balls to the wall. That's just who he is. It's yeah. just, it's brawl and balls to the wall. Yeah, you almost have to wonder, like, did, he did was... they spend the... Uh... They spent his camp working on these things, and then once the octagon door shuts, he just, like, always at the window? Or That's just... just who Justin is. He was like that as a wrestler in college. Like, he was I, – I remember seeing him at the, in the national tournament because, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't see – I think he went to Colorado State or something, some smaller school. So I, I didn't see any of his matches during the season, but seeing him in the national tournament and stuff, and he just – Balls to the fucking wall, every yeah, match. Why, why not use your, like? Why not use the wrestling? At some I don't of the know. Like, like, like when Poirier started like to get in, land some shots. Just quick takedown. Just to reset, reset the 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 fight. Because he he could have he like, he was his takedown defense was great. Um, but he he didn't really try any takedowns. Yeah, it's. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me because he's. I think he's a better he's a better wrestler than Dustin Poirier. Like if you want to be a champion at some point in the UFC, you can't just rely on stand up at all. Like because eventually you're gonna find that guy like Habib who's gonna want to wrestle, yep. and when he takes you down, he's just gonna tire you out. And then when you want to stand, you don't have the energy to keep standing. Well, that <clears throat> that fucking kick at the end of the third round too jesus christ yeah that's the other thing that i thought put made poirier look like he was done for on the stool 
taking that kick to the fucking top of the head. <clears throat> and he was just, like I said, he was just slumped into the cage off the stool. I thought he was done for. He did a kick like that in World Series, didn't he? He did in his... He did it a few times, but his his last really his fight, last. his last fight, yeah. and when he uh, when he was actually he was losing that fight, and he shut that's the right. guy shut the guy's eye, and they had to stop the fight. That's right. But he was he was losing that fight, but he landed one of those at the end of the round. That's he goes for those at the end of the round, like he hears the fucking clapper, and he's just like, well, forward <laughs> roll. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, what what do you do from here, right? Like, yeah, I mean, take your time and hopefully hopefully in this next camp they start to actually focus on, like you said, head movement, defense, wrestling, anything. Yeah. Well, Raphael, you get you get the fight that you want now. Yeah, I get uh, you get the Poirier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, no contest. that fight makes – perfect sense at this point like we said the other night because the top is all fucked up right now and Kevin Lee and Edson Barboza are about to take care of each other here in a couple of weeks I mean you can make the case if Barboza wins to do the Barboza Alvarez fight but I'm sure they're going to probably try to make if I was Poirier I'm I'm calling for Eddie I didn't. I didn't What's see the the post fight, so I don't know if he called him out. They they wanted that one after the first one ended there with the country. So they said like, let's do it again. So right, but then they, they stuck him in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So, because they wanted to put Gaethje against him. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with what you do with Gaethje coming off this. Gaethje. Huh? You haven't got a Chiesa. I thought about Chiesa, but Chiesa and uh, and Pettis are gonna are gonna uh, run it back. I think. I think so. Yeah, uh, Chiesa wants to try to run it back. Yeah, Chiesa wants to try to run it back. So you got guys like uh, like like I Quinta just made a big name for himself. You got Paul Felder. I mean, there are some guys that they can match him up against that could make an interesting fight. Yeah, we'll see where he falls to coming off of this, I guess. Yeah. Uh, man, I think it's time for Carlos to hang him. Yeah, you sadly, know, yeah. And they did the did the, uh, the tail of the tape, and I thought he was only thirty three. I thought he was like. For some reason, I thought it was like 36, 37, but... Just been fighting he's been forever. Doing it for, he's been doing it for so long. In the last couple of fights, he's had so much time in between. Like, going back to the uh, the loss to Robbie Lawler, and then taking off almost uh, a year before fighting Maya, and then taking off another, like, what, like 500 days, they said, I think, tonight? Some, I I don't know. Like, he's, he, he's had, like, two fights in the last, like, two and a bit years, something like that, like... It's insane how long he's been. Like his laughs have been lately. Well, it's like look at look at Robbie himself. I mean, I mean he's thirty six, yeah. but if you think about how long Robbie Lawler's been fighting, you think that he's like fifty. He was like, he's been like what, like 
20, 2021 he started in the UFC originally. Like he was young as shit. All the, all the way back then, yeah. Yeah, Robbie was young as shit when he debuted in two thousand and two. Yep, had a ton of hair. Yeah, yeah. So uh, twenty years old. Yeah. 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 There's nothing. And and the thing for for Carlos is you look at some of his last big fights. You know, uh, Nate Diaz, uh, GSP, Johnny Hendricks, Lawler. Tyrone Woodley, Damian, like he's just been fighting the who's who of uh, of welterweights in the UFC. Like he's been, I mean, some of them, like the Maya fight, was a quick one, but he's been in some wars. He's taken some beatings in the last little while too. Like and not being in uh, a regular camp, like taking a lot of time off to rest to get back into it doesn't help. And like just, I don't know, it's it's. I don't see much left for him in in the UFC. Like maybe go to Bellator and try and make some like sponsorship money, but I, yeah. I think that's about it. Like, I don't if, think he's. I don't think he just. I just don't think he wants to fight anymore. Really. Yeah. You can tell. Like when you start. I said it the other night. When you start talking about retirement, like you're already yeah. one foot out the fucking door. He he was looking good for the. Second half of the first round, the second half of the second round, but then he got caught with that up kick, and that was it. Then the choke, and and Carlos is one of these guys that I don't think would come back after retirement. Like he's taken oh. a long time; he's taken plenty of time off in between fights over the last few years to think about if he really wants to be a fighter still. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious he's not getting that spark recharge that he wants out of it. No. Because he's looked almost worse and worse every fight. I think the, I mean, he, he has taken some damage, but like at least the last couple of stoppages have loosened submissions and not been like a vicious knockout. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's taken enough damage in his career. Definitely, yeah. This is going to say like, even going back to the, the town Woodley finish was at least a, like a knee injury. Like, but I mean, just like, just like the the stand up wars he's had or the ground pound that he's received is is damage enough. But I agree. Like, he can get into training, just to like, do some coaching stuff if he really wants to. Yeah, like I don't even want to see him fight Matt Brown now. No, like I was kind of hoping he would get the win tonight. And be like, you know what? Let's let's run this Matt Brown fight back one more time, and then hang it up. Like, but nope. It's it's just time, bro. Call it a day. And I didn't see the uh, the post from the post fight for that one. I don't know if they interviewed him or not, but I have no to idea see what, to see what he would have said because he's. It seems like every time they interview him now, he keeps on like hinting he's going to step away for for an extended period of time. Every time feels it's like. And like you said, Dick, when you have one foot out the door after after the the Lawler fight, then one foot out the door after the Maya fight, and like eventually that second foot's gonna walk out the door. Right. Yeah. Like, when's it gonna be time for the door to close? Yeah. Ask BJ Penn. Yeah. He's still saying he wants to come back if there's a Hawaii card. Ryan Ryan wants to watch him get beat up again because he's a freaking sadist. DJ Penn, Carlos Condit. Oh, I'm in. BJ Penn at 170 pounds. You sh- <laughs> again? No. 
He was just fighting at 145. Yeah. He just. Well, he's getting older. Is that put some weight on? No. <laughs> why do I? Why do I have to speak to you like a child? No. Just say your no kind of reminds me of Ron Simmons. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, Carlos, fucking just, just call it a day, bro. It's, it's been a slice, but yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want to see him in there anymore. Like I, I have too many good memories of him. I don't want to see like the, the memories turn to like the bad losses or, that could start mounting up. Yeah. For sure. Um, what I did, you know, the, the what I saw of the Israel uh, Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori fight, um, you know, I thought Adesanya looked good until the third round. Um, I could be I think wrong. Adesanya, he was he was stifled by uh, Vittori's forward pressure the whole time. I don't think he was able to kind of get comfortable with the striking. He was able to evade a lot, but that's be- again because Marvin was coming forward. I think more than this guy expected him to. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to the ground. Struck him. What what happened? Uh, I was just saying that Adesanya outstruck him. Oh yeah, sixty-seven to sixty and fifty-seven to forty-six. But yeah, no, Adesanya was able to slip a lot of the punches and get out of the pocket really well, land his strikes, but get out of there. Yeah. But Vittori kept on coming forward and tried to take this guy down, and not really let him get some badass combos off and really get significant strikes down. It was more like shit, shit. I need to get back. I need to get back, but still landing. But I mean, the thing I was impressed with Adesanya's takedown defense in the first two rounds. Yeah. Like that was something you, you and I talked about that on Thursday. And I had said, you know, I, I don't, I wonder what, how his defense I hope he has a good defense and we'll see what he's got on the ground because we knew Vittori was going to try to take him to the ground and try to submit him that's what he wanted to do and I thought out of his first two rounds of of defending takedowns I mean he stopped four yeah in the first two rounds yeah, yeah I thought he looked good obviously you know he finally Vittori finally got a hold of him in the <clears throat> in the third took him down and controlled him but I don't know. Like I said, I, I got to rewatch this fight completely because I, I just got to the bar when this was starting. Yeah, I was, this was the one for, I was at this in, in an out fight for me. I saw a little bit here and there, but not enough to really have a uh, a good opinion of it. Um, I think for me, it was just like the, uh, the pre-fight little package they put together was, uh, they seemed to be really high on uh was it, uh, Adesanya. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, Adesanya was kind of even high on himself. He was disappointed even with his performance. He might have gotten the win, but like he, def- he definitely thought he was going to perform better. Well, I mean, uh, the one part in the package that where he's uh, after his first UFC win or his last one, or it made, that made it was his first was his last one, I'm not sure, but <clears throat> he had said, that, you know, uh, I see all these fighters hitting me up on Instagram or creeping on me on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. But when I call you out, you're like, you don't know who I am or whatever. And he just sounds like such like a big shot in that little interview. But when the little bits that I saw in the fight, he didn't really catch me as being like, 
the kind of guy that should be talking that much right off the bat. His but... hype comes from his from how dominant he was in kickboxing. Oh, okay. He's got he was like a multi was he multi time world champion, Rafael? I'm not exactly sure. I know he was I know he was a badass kickboxer from Glory. Yeah, I know he's he's got his highlight reels from Glory are fucking stupid. So he came he came in with a lot of hype behind him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then in his first fight did pretty good. He looked yeah. he, he looked really impressive in that fight. He stopped him with knees against the yeah. cage. I think they said that this was his first uh, fight that went the distance in MMA. Yeah, he's only had uh, think, he's only had two fights in the UFC, I think. Yeah, this is his second. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they said he was like thirteen and zero with thirteen stoppages or something. Oh yeah, he debuted on the shitty Romero pay per view that actually turned out to be really good. <laughs> Which one, the Romero Rockhold? Oh, okay. He was on the F- FS1 prelim fights <laughs> of that against uh, um, Rob Wilkinson. And he beat the fucking okay. brakes off of him. But he got taken down a bunch in that fight, too. So that, yeah. was, that was where the questions came about his takedown defense. And at least he improved on that. At least he, he addressed, improved. yeah, he, so he's addressing that issue. Now he's just got to address... You know, being on the ground itself and dealing with someone with forward pressure. We'll see. But I, I'm good for him for evolving a little bit. And, yeah, you know, continue, just continue to get better. Keep building the hype. Yep. See what happens. Uh, I didn't see Watterson and Casey, so I'll let you guys decide if you want to talk about it. Uh, tons of heart by Watterson to pull off the victory against, uh, Courtney Casey. Yeah. She was on the back pedal the whole time trying to avoid the bigger lady, but still landing a lot of kicks, uh, still going for it and kind of using Courtney Casey's own momentum to kind of establish her own takedowns and switch to position and score the points in order to win the fight. Like Michelle Watterson, has a lot of heart, dude. She was taking a lot of damage, but still was in there. She was put in a lot of tough positions, a lot of armbar positions. I was going to say that the armbar at the end of the fight there was uh, almost like reminiscent of like the John Jones and Vitor. It's like, is she going to tap? Or, like, What's going to happen? And then, you know, props to her. She was able to hold off until the horn went, which ultimately got her the victory. But Yeah, uh, um, I could see how Courtney Casey should have gotten the victory, but... I'm not, I'm not mad at either way. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad at Michelle Watterson getting the the victory just because she's she was a smaller lady. She put on a hell of a fight, and it was it was close. It was close. Yeah, they gave Watterson five minutes and forty one seconds of control to two minutes and six seconds for Casey. Uh, Watterson was seventy seven of one hundred and three strikes. Casey sixty four of one hundred and twenty six. Sixty one significant to thirty six. Three takedowns for Watterson and three submission attempts for Casey. Yeah, all the takedowns for yeah. I I thought Courtney might have landed one or two, but I definitely saw where Michelle Watterson reversed a lot of the position that and scored a takedown herself. But it seems that it was all three of them. Yeah, she's three of four. Yeah, Casey was zero of one. Oh, 
zero. And 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 Michelle Waterson kind of alluded to that fact too that that she kind of needed to come with more of a, a wide variety of attacks instead of just coming with the striking. She needed to come in and use some um, some wrestling to get points in order to get the victory because she was getting pointed out in some of her fights. I think she got finished in her last one, but in some of them she was getting decisioned out. And I'm glad she won. Maybe they'll open up a 105 division. There's not enough girls, so I doubt it. No. But she's, no, she's outside soon. Unfortunately, yeah, she's outsized though. Unfortunately, she's outsized for the division. Yeah, they're not gonna, they're 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 not gonna do that. They're barely doing well, anything they, for 125, and they've done nothing yeah. for 145. I guess. Well, now they're bringing Megan they Anderson in, so that. finally we're getting a legitimate 145 pounder. Yeah. They commented on that uh, at the end of the fight when they said that uh, Watterson was is a natural 105er fighting with a one of the most one of the more dangerous fighters at 115. They they even pointed it out. So I mean, I I I gotta watch this fight. So yeah, I would definitely go back and watch it. Oh, I plan on I plan on watching the entire card over. Because mm-hmm. I Water, missed. Water, sorry, I was just gonna say because I missed the first two early prelim fights too. I didn't get in there till uh, uh, Sing Bueller and Watchnack. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say like, like Waterson's the kind of girl that right now it kind of sucks to say, it, but just <coughs> in Invicta where they have the Adam Wake division up and running because I feel like she's just gonna have like uh, an up down 115 career. Like she might get a win here, win there, but then she's gonna get a couple losses as well. It's not gonna do much to benefit her long term. Karate hottie. The karate hottie. Somebody here in Bruce Buffer yelled that too. What are you what are you playing with, Raphael? Frieza. Oh. <laughs> are you that bored in the conversation? Or are you just that high? No, I'm I'm paying attention. I'm I'm just high. <laughs> I didn't realize you could, you guys could see me too. I didn't zoom it in. <laughs> Yeah, bro. We can see you. YouTube can see you. I can't beat off. No, I I, ha- I don't have the camera on me, so you just outed me, you bastard. Out oh, YouTube can't out see you? you. Well, I I can. I'm bro. I'm a producer over here. You know. <laughs> so so you took yourself you took yourself off of YouTube looking looking bored so, as fuck. I have I have it switched over to you guys right now, and it says Average Joe's. There's a picture of the. <laughs> Then I'll switch it back over to me. But now they know I'm playing with Frieza. <laughs> and looking bored as fuck. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to call you out. Raph's just got, uh, he's just got Wendy's on his brain right now. I know. I'm trying to hustle through it so Raph can get to Wendy's. No, don't hustle. It's fine. <laughs> but I got toys around me, too, and I'm high. <laughs> I'm just... I just didn't know if this was like when you're high and somebody hands you a sloth type situation. Or <laughs> You've never seen that video? Oh my god, there's a video of like high people reacting to like getting handed a sloth. This girl's like super stoned and like she's talking to this lady and all of a sudden somebody comes up with a fucking sloth. And like hands it over onto her and the sloth just like climbs on her and like hugs her. And she's just like, oh my god. Dude, look it up. It's fucking hilarious. 
Fucking sloth. Oh, high, high people and sloths, bro. Uh, how deep do you guys want to go into the card? I don't. It's, I saw the whole card. It's up to you guys because we're gonna. Yeah, go I, I, saw, uh, I saw a lot of that stuff. So it's up to what you want to cover on your show there on Tuesday. Um, I mean, obviously, we're gonna break down the whole card on Tuesday. So, um, Moraga and Reyes had a battle. We don't have to get too yeah. much into it, but they had a war. Yeah, I only saw part of that fight, so I saw like the first round and a half. Transitioning on the floor, or two rounds. It was a good, it was a good jujitsu match between both of them. Yeah, yeah was, like, there was a few points where I thought that uh, Hayes was going to take another uh, submission loss. There, there was a few positions, but uh, in credit to him, he fought out of them. I'm surprised yeah. that Hayes didn't go for the uh, Von Flu choke when he slammed him off of the guillotine in the first round. Yeah, Saint Pru choke. The Saint Pru choke. Um, what about Brad Tavares? Jesus. Yeah, I talked a lot of shit about him last time that he was a boring guy and he actually got the knockout. Yeah, but you... to be fair, it was kind of boring up until then. Yeah. Nah, he was landing some kicks, but not not, yeah. a, ton of, not a ton of output. <laughs> it was it was a it was a not to talk shit about the guy, but yeah, talk shit I about the guy's situation. I did talk shit about him last week. That's my favorite thing that Raph does. I love it. It cracks me up when he just goes, not to talk shit or anything, but. No, because if you say something negative, people are always like, why are you talking shit about him? It's like, I'm just critiquing this, what I saw. It's like, I read, right? It's like Ricky Bobby says, as long as you say with all due respect, yeah, you can, you can say with anything that you want. It's in the, you think, uh, it's in the Geneva Convention. It's in the Geneva Convention. You think Tavares is going to get what he wants with uh, with Bisbing there and in uh, no. July? Well, yeah, I'm sure Bisbing's <laughs> like, just jumping to fight Brad Tavares. And he, like, I got give him credit when the, you know they said who do you want to fight and he goes Bisbing July seventh. Let's do it. I was like, well, I could think of it a, a couple of the names I would have called out instead, knowing that Bisbing's probably going to try and take that uh, the England card to walk away, but. I mean, yeah, he ain't walking away in fucking Vegas. No, not against Tavares. And not against Tavares. He's walking away on his terms for some fucking cash. Yeah. Cash money. Cash is king, baby. Uh, a notable mention Lauren uh, Mueller. Yeah, uh, this fight. she's from. Yeah, she's a badass little little fighter. Mm hmm. Little badass in the one, I think the one twenty five division. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, she was the first girl to get a contract off of uh, the dancing the contender. Or not the dancing with the stars. Dancing the, the with Dana the stars. <laughs> the Dana White contender series. That's my favorite thing too. Second favorite. <laughs> dancing with the stars. That's the DW. It throws them off. Yeah, don't abbreviate that shit. <laughs> they don't. They call it Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Oh no, it's because when, when I look at it on the. On the fight records, it comes up abbreviated because they don't want to write it all out. So it was DW. Uh -oh. Get off Sure Dog, bro. Sure Dog does it. Get off Sure Dog. How many times have we got to go through that? <laughs> yeah, but uh, check out Muller if you guys get a chance. Badass little fighter. And she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. She looked, she looked good. She looked tough. Looked strong. And we're with the, uh, we're with the uh, Omo Plata. Oh, yeah. Adam. Uh... Adam Vaz? Adam Wachniak, what did Wach, against Adam Wachniak? Wach, Wach, yeah. I don't know. I can't. 
I can't do it. Against Ar- Argent, uh, Argent Singh Bowler. Bowler fucking drove through him the first round, and he looked like he was going to wrestle him to victory, or he was going to wrestle his way to victory. Bam, I'm a plot of the second in UFC history. Yeah, Adam's like, you like shoulders? Yeah, I do too. Give me yours. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking yours home with me. I love yeah. the Oma Plata. Oma and the Gogo, man. I want to see a Gogo Plata. Yeah. Is, is there been one Gogo Plata in UFC? I don't know. Nick? There was No, that was actually Pride. That was that? Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. No, there's been Gogo Plata. I forgot who it was. Yeah, I don't know. All I knew was that uh, Saunders, up until tonight, had the only Oma Plata. Mm. Um, yeah, Becky Lynch attendance. was in attendance for Luke was Sanders. She, was she there with Luke Sanders? Yeah, boy. Good for Luke. I think Dolph Ziggler was there, too. Dude, Gilbert Burns, man. That fucking cannon. That right hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, against uh, Moret. Damn Moret, yeah. Yeah. And Moret was looking kind of good in the first round. Looked like he was putting up a good fight. And Burns is like, yeah, I'm putting him under that noise. Ba-ba. Good night, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Burns, known for his submissions and shit, has turned it into a knockout artist. Yeah. That's two in a row for him. I forgot who he called out, too. He called oh, uh, Olivier. Yeah, he called uh, out uh, OAM. OAM. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ryan? He's calling out your Canadian gangster. Let's find out who the real gangster well, he wants is. To, he just wants to, have a, he wants to go to sleep. He wants to go to bed early. Eat some knees and some uh, some punches. Night night. Mm. Bonsoir. I don't know, man. <laughs> Burns hits him with that. It could be it could be night night for OAM. Knock that, Superman punch with the Roman Reigns punch. Knock him knock him out oh. with that fucking knock that mustache <laughs> off his face when he grows it back. Damn, them some fighting words right there. What, dude? He's got a rape mustache. <laughs> Dude, uh, yes, OAM, OAM looks like a freaking like a creeper kid toucher with that with that mustache. Yeah, yeah. Touch. Some mustaches don't work on certain faces, no matter how hard you try. Coming from the guy with chops. <laughs> Coming from Paul Senior over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a you mess look, behind my madness. You look like the, all those American Chopper memes that I see going around <laughs> on the internet. If you saw how much gray was on my face, you'd know why I have this. Damn kids have aged me like 30 years in a matter of like what, four. Let <laughs> it flow, bro. I got mad gray in my beard. It's a sign of fucking awesomeness. I'm, I'm becoming a I, wizard. Yeah. See, I want to look young until I have to look old. Fuck that. Stop faking it. You're like a woman. <laughs> what do you got to be all vain about? You ain't that pretty. I'm gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know, boys. I think maybe we should 
call it a podcast. I got a, my. I just realized it's like one a.m. My cousin yeah. has to. My cousin has to be up in like four hours, so I should probably stop laughing my ass off super loud. Let's get him in the rear naked choke. He'll be right out. He'll be right asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been up now for twenty-two straight hours, so I should probably go to bed. Yeah, take your. I'm ass probably gonna get some Wendy's. I'm gonna probably get some video games in. All right. Lucky bastard. I mean, you right, got a, you got a PlayStation Four. You could be video gaming. Yeah, I know. But now that I realize how long I've been up for, I'm probably just gonna pass the note within like five minutes. Man, make he a just pot- doesn't want to play because it's a PlayStation Four. Make a fuck you. Make a pot of coffee. Go buy UFC fucking three. It's thirty or yeah, it's thirty five percent off. But don't say anything. Just jump ahead. <laughs> yeah, suck oh, it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going off the rails. It's it's gone. It's fucking <laughs> gone. Ryan, thanks for joining us for ep- another episode after the bell. So it's, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, always. You know, it's an open invite. Just say hey. I'm going to show up and make sure your Skype's online so that when I call you, it connects. Because <laughs> well, yeah, we... I still didn't connect. I don't know, man. I don't know why. <laughs> it only it only happens with you because I can call Raphael as soon as I get you on the call. And we have no problem. It's just when I call you. It's a, god, yeah. it's a goddamn mess. It's a goddamn mess. <laughs> Say goodbye to all the people that's on the YouTube. Uh, Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's so dainty. It was. It was. It was yeah, cute. There's, uh, there's that French coming up to me, you know. The gorgeous flying Ryan. <laughs> the, the, Ryan, the fight killer. Man, you better hope. You better hope Ryan don't DDT your fucking pay per view, bro. The whole pay per view. The Somehow whole... Connor's gonna come throw fucking dollies through the whole pay per view through both of the buses. What if he shows up know, in Chicago? What if he shows up in Chicago at Bellator, though? Yeah, he's well, going to be there. Mir, I mean, Mir and Fedor, you know, they are getting kind of old. Not even Mir and Fedor, but Dylan Danis is making his fucking MMA yeah, debut. Dylan Danis. Yeah. I'm not even excited about that. I'm just saying about the possibility oh, no, yeah, of Connor yeah. being in the building for that. I have a feeling that Bellator is not going to let him anywhere near the building. I said the same thing the other day to Raphael. Like, we started talking about it. Yeah. And then as I I said the words, I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, because he attacked fucking Goddard. Wasn't it at Bellator when he jumped the cage and pushed Mark Goddard? Yeah, and then he smacked, like, the first time. I thought that was was, uh, Bama. Was it Bama? I thought it was. No. I thought it was Bellator. It was Bellator. Oh, okay. Because who? Who's? Uh, whose fight was it? It wasn't James Gallagher. Mm-hmm. I forgot, but it was one of his boys. It was one of his teammates. Yeah, it wasn't Reese McKee because Reese McKee is in territory. He was mad because his 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 boy won, but gave the guy some extra shots, and Connor didn't like the fact that the referee didn't stop the fight sooner. Yeah, he said the guy was done, and he was pissed off at the referee for not stopping the fight. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like, my my boy won. Why are you letting him get more shots in or something like that? And then 
Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I guarantee they're not gonna let him let him in the building. Plus, now it's come out that he, I guess, uh, him and his crew threw around some uh, UFC officials too. Mm. Or like, not just like more stories continue to come out about it. So it's no, they definitely punched a guy. Like uh, Connor punched a dude that was try- the, one of the guys that was trying to stop him from throwing shit. He definitely punched him, and uh, some of his crew were attacking uh, maybe an owner of the bus or a worker of the bus staffing or the uh, the stuff oh, staff okay. there. The right. uh, his guys were they they hit they hit some of them. So you know, that's uh, assault. It's assault, brother. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up for another Swapcast episode of After the Bell. Once again, thanks for joining us, Ryan. Yeah, we will be doing this again soon, I hope. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, we got, what, next week, I think, is the last fight for a couple of weeks, so. No, there's a fight next week, isn't there? That's what I said. Lee after and... after next week, there's a oh, okay. that's the that's the last fight for a couple of weeks. Next okay. week is uh, Barbosa and, uh, Barbosa and, Lee. and Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good fight card too. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Thanks to everyone on YouTube from the Full Heel Podcast page and uh, listeners. I don't know if you put up the audio with yours. I don't remember. Yeah. So. Yeah, thanks. I think I did. I think I did. Thanks, everybody. Raphael, any any final words before we go? Uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on iTunes, on YouTube, and um, let's go Maple Leafs. <laughs> hey, yo, we're down under two weeks. Oh yeah, right. Coming. Yeah, because it's the fifteenth now. It just changed five minutes ago. That's right. That's right. Oh, an an hour and five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah well, for you guys. <laughs> for Shut you guys up. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. For Raphael, Ryan Dempsey. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back Tuesday to fully break down this fight pass card. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one, bro. You do, bro. You got you got less than two weeks. You better get a matraca before I come. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, shirts, but a matraca. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.